morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by our Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. And I'm at supercoachchampion.com. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bob Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey. The Bob Express is back. And I reckon for a second there, the people thought they were going to get a bit of Brett action again. But yeah. I mean, in typical Brett fashion, either his dick's out or he's walking the dog. It's one or the other, Corey. But. Before we talk about more, uh, before we talk more about Brett's cock, uh, Corey, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? On us on Twitter and Patreon at SE Elites. Join us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, and YouTube at Supercoach Elites. A little bit of a plug here too. If you're not a um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please get across and uh, just hit that subscribe button for us. Uh, the YouTube's great. I actually really like the YouTube, Bob's. You know, there's a couple of nice comments yeah. out there. The YouTube community is pretty nice. So. Oh. You know what? The, the YouTube has been good. You know why? Because I feel like you've had to remain engaged and active um, during the whole podcast. Because I reckon during the, the audio times, Corey, you were off taking a wee. Like you went, you'd always go off to the toilet and you'd give me this subtle cue that meant I had to waffle on for a bit until you came back from your piss break. And and now if you nicked off, the people would know, Corey. So you've yeah. actually had to stay here and stay engaged. Can no longer piss break, which is uh, terrible. <laughs> Um, just don't tell the viewers you got a Gatorade bottle under the desk there and you just fucking emptying into that. The other, the other thing is too, like I kind of have to look up every now and again. There'd be times yeah. where I'd sit down, I'd be looking at like what's coming next and on the run sheet that's coming up week to week and um, mm. you would ramble on as you always do. And next I'd just lift up, you'd like segue back to me about, yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Bob's good work, yeah. <laughs> no oh, idea what you're talking about. It wouldn't be until I uh, re-listened to the potty on the golf course and uh, yeah, hear what you're saying. But um, the fans will be excited. Golf Chat's back this week, so that's always good. I've got, uh, <laughs> I did text you yesterday and said that I had a little story for you and I was going to text yeah, it to you, you and you're like, no, 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 drop it live on air. So, yeah, I want um, my natural reaction later on. Yep. Uh, Bretta, of course, no show. Absolutely fucking donuts this week for anyone that wants to have a go at him. <laughs> I'll text him about three times to get on. And, yeah, yeah. Just and allegedly playing The Sims right now, according yeah, to Yeah, that can confirm. If you go on and look at Brett's uh, um, Patreon, oh, sorry, Discord file, he is on The Sims. Sims okay, this isn't a live podcast score, so they probably can't see that. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> but he's probably a fair chance to be on for the next 48 there you hours go. anyway. Hey, good segue, because tonight we are doing the live draw. Oh, shit, that's, that would have already been out if you go back and check it out, because this is not <laughs> either, so it's all over social media. Fuck, I'm in shambles today. Um, but no, our Supercoach Cup draw is already done and dusted. It is up. Go check your group. Um, obviously, it's not up by the time we're recording, because it is coming live tonight. So we don't know what group we're in. I really hope I'm in your group, Bonds, because I'd love to eliminate you. Um, but how do you think, like, the three random Patreons or, or community members that have paid to get in, how do you think they're going to be feeling if they get drawn in your group? I think, Corey, let's be realistic. There's no one else they'd rather take out. And to be fair, unless they're versing me, I think they're cheering for me. Do you know why? Because they want to take you out. They, they want to be the ones that take me out. So I feel like for the first time ever, I'm going to get a fair bit of support. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, we hope not anyway. Um, you know, he's getting a little bit too much support for my liking, especially on the Patreon. He's fucking the cerebral pest, is a... Yeah, no, they, no, they a seem couple, to He's warm got a couple of fans sure in there. I'm not sure yeah. why, Corey. No, don't That like needs it. to stop. Cash cows this week, mate. It's going to be... We'll talk about the two that we've got on. Then I want to talk about kind of how we're approaching this crazy conundrum that we've got going on. Um, Ling and Close. Now, I don't know if you watched both games of footy. I know you didn't watch last night because you were asleep, which is why we didn't record. Um, Close was good. His forward half pressure was absolutely insane. But did you watch much of the Sydney game? Who's Sydney play? 
Hawthorne. Yep, I watched that whole game. How is Ling? <laughs> no good. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Hey, and Tobe Watson too last night, mate. He's a superstar. They. Oh well, I didn't see what he. What did he score actually? Ah, uh, forty-seven. Yeah. I, look, all I heard about him was um, that he's got a big intercept game. But I mean, I like like you said. I mean, I didn't watch the game, but I did watch the first half before I did fall asleep. Scaled up to forty-nine apparently, Corey, and um, yeah. I mean, Fremantle's backline is absolutely decimated. They got no one back there at the moment. I think Ryan was playing on Tom Hawkins last night. Uh, really good head too. This guy's, um, <laughs> yeah, he would have had a little bit of action in his life. Uh, <laughs> Tobe Ratatouille Watson is uh, what we're running with now. Is I don't know. Not were you awake for the? Well, where does that come from? I've seen the memes. That... We well, some bloke put it on Twitter, and then we went and decided to uh, actually put his head on the Ratatouille body thing, and it, it came out real well. I'll flick it across. Is, but, um, now I bet you no credit was given for that initial tweeter, so it must have been. Uh, no, I did. I did. I gave him oh, some credit, and I, I uh, gave say, him a retweet. And, if um, no credit was given, Corey, I'd imagine it probably would have been Peter Lagarde. He doesn't mind robbing off a might see there and then he just drops it. Cannot but, confirm or deny last Tuesday can, or Thursday that he did yeah. steal the Egg Malise tweet. That's factual. Yeah. You can you can catch his tweets on the Elites page with the, the dash admin Peter yeah. uh, down the beach. Keep, really keep a lookout for him every uh every Thursday night moving forward. Um yeah, so look, you grabbing any of them this week? Obviously, we're gonna. Yeah. There's three trades, so there's a good chance. I'm having a serious look at close. I think close would be the one, depending yeah. on who else is named. If Will Gould's name for Sydney, I might actually go a week mm. early on him. Um, I'll have a look at Ling, but there's a a good chance. We'll talk about trades later on, but there's a good chance yeah. I might be grabbing tool. Yeah, I think for me. Um... The defender guys, as in Watson and uh, and Ling, and if we've got another potential debutant, then I'll wait a week and, and pay a little bit overs for them if I have to, because um, their first scores weren't going to set the world on fire, so they're not going to increase dramatically. So for me, I'll uh, I'll grab close this week. Can you know you got three trades? Like, would you consider just yeah. using two? I mean, if you if you felt like you didn't have much to do, but I'd sort of, you know, work around your bench and make sure you've got a full playing depth there of, of yep. players. And so I think that's going to be important. Sideways of like a rivers or something. Yeah. Even like a rivers down to, yep. you know, one of those defender guys, I'd be, I'd be happy with that um, as your additional trade. I mean, you might pocket 40 K, but at least you've got a playing player potentially in the next few weeks too. Thoughts on the extra trade. Yeah, um, well, me personally, I come at a pretty handy time because my team's just fucking all over the shop, Corey. So for me, this is good um, because I can start to work on some of that depth kind of stuff and uh, bring in a, probably a couple of underpriced, well, primos, if you want to call them that, and uh, and go from there. I mean, traditionally, I, you know what? This week, I know there's three trades. Traditionally, we've been given now three trades during bye weeks. This isn't a bye week, so I'm not sure why it's come a week early, to be honest with you. Um, so I would have liked to have seen three trades happen over the next two, but probably not this week, but I've been given it, so I'll use it. Yep. Um, uh, before we get into the kind of situation, I'm going with a real value proposition. It's it's kind of the thing that I've written at the top of this um, uh, run sheet. Oh, I almost said spreadsheet then. Um, and what I mean by value proposition is I think you have to now start looking at those players that are, are unders and are, are prime for the picking. Bailey Smith this week, Hearn. We're going to have Duncan coming up. Um, Tom Stewart's going to come up as well. So I get the whole, there are a couple of players that you must have and you must pick going forward. Um, and we will talk about that later in the in 
the podcast. But I think you seriously have to look at these uh, value propositions and the players that could hit that purple patch because we talk about it every year. There's There are a couple of players that just have that run of form, whether it's venue, um, you know, great fixtures that are coming up. And I think Shannon Hearn's last two weeks are a kind of prime example. West Coast are up and about. They're back at home. They're going to be looking good. And I think we that just running forward that you do have to look at that. Um, is that kind of the approach that you're going to have moving forward? Are you going to have a look more of that value proposition and picking up players that are at that right price? No doubt. So my two, my two ins this week in terms of primos will be Shannon Hearn and, um, and Bailey Smith this week. I'll, I'll bring the both of them in under price. So, yep. They'll come in. I've obviously paid top dollar for Gorn and Neil and a few other things have sort of haven't really gone my way, I feel like. So um, I feel like I need to save cash somewhere in order to get just some half-decent plays on the field come year's end, Corey. So, yeah, Hearn and um, Hearn and Bailey Smith will come in this week and then I'll look at Tom Stewart and Mitch Duncan over the next fortnight as well to get those, those guys in. Someone who would have to use the three trades to get Bailey Smith, whether that's a downgrade or not, would you avoid maybe and we spoke about this a little bit off air. So, and you know, my theory here that I was looking at Bailey Smith, I've been crowing Bailey Smith's name for the last couple of weeks as I was going to get him last week. And then obviously I went the week later because of Greenwood Petrarca. Um, for me, I'm probably going to pass on Bailey Smith now simply because if I was to get him, I have to use all three to, to get him up for that Thursday night game. And I don't know who's going to be selected, what's going on. Is Brander back in? Is Hill going to have a chance to play? Is Dodie any chance? Um, so I think I'm going to have to pass on Smith this week um, and go for that that Shannon Hearn. And, and I think my theory is here that, again, this is a Tuesday night. I know we've got uh, Wednesday, so it's a Wednesday game on a Thursday. We've got the Wednesday game coming up. Um, but I'm thinking, and, and this is my strategy I think that I'm going to use for, through most of this actual carnage, is, is waiting and holding and using trades right at that last minute. I mean, by looking at Hearn over Smith this week, it means that I can go all the way up until I think it's Saturday morning before I have to, and I can see team's name before I have to actually make a decision on what trades I'm going to make. Yeah, I might miss out on a big score, Bailey Smith, but it may also save me a zero. Um, have you put any thought into potentially missing it, or would you just pull, pull up, or you know, uh, pull your strings or whatever, whatever the fucking saying is there, um, and go sacrifice, pull your team apart to get a Bailey Smith on a Wednesday night I'm- at the risk of having a, a donut on a Sunday. I'm fortunate enough to have Dev um, volunteer to exit my team this week, Corey. <laughs> and I'm also fortunate enough to have enough money in the bank to go him straight to Bailey Smith on that Thursday night. And then I can worry about the rookies a little bit later on. I, I just want to caution you with this for anyone who might be thinking along uh, your line of thinking there. I mean, Bulldogs have the first game this week, as we know. They also have the first game next week. So you don't grab Smith this week his price rising. Then next week, you're going to have the same conundrum where he's got the first game and you don't know what the fuck you're going to do with the other trades and all that. And again, he's going to price rise again. You could cost yourself 60,000 bucks. I'll say this, Corey. Next week, you've got buys. This week, you don't. You're probably more likely to have cover somewhere there to be able to, uh, you know, fill in, um, you know, if, you know, someone like a Stephen Hill doesn't get up this week as opposed to next week with... Um, you know, you could have a, a few play, a fair few players out next week, but it is best 18. So just have a look at, you know, you use your show buys feature for those that are buy, what he calls Super Coach Gold. Just see how many you got playing in round 10. And if you can afford to pull it this week, then do it this week. Yeah, nice. Anything else that you've thought about uh, for, for kind of the structure that's moving forward with all this chaos? No, not at all, man. Like for me, it's just, let's just wing it. Um, 
you know, it's just, you know, my attitude on the season's probably been a bit poor, Corey. Um, nah, so... that's changing. That's definitely changing. <laughs> oh, I can I've... tell, mate, I talked about you being salty last week. I could tell you were fucking salty last night, that's for sure. Sunday <laughs> night, when you realised you'd lost a desire, you were fucking salty. Well, I knew that was, I knew that game was over about two games in. When he had, <laughs> yeah. when he had Josh Kelly go 200, he had Dustin Martin 110, and he had Nick Haynes 130. Meanwhile, I had Bont on about 85 or whatever the fuck it was. Um. Yeah, so anyway, I mean, look, my strategy going forward is um, the buys aren't as bad this year because I guess the big numbers of teams we have playing over the, the first two buys here. So, um, you know, you'll get best 18 those weeks and, and kind of just, you know, roll with it and, and kind of pull your punches from there. Selecting players, are you a little bit worried? With things like, you know, Shannon Hearn, is he going to play that full fixture? Um, you know, is there anyone in your team that worries you Stop with... It you know, resting. Um, I mean, I've got uh, Duday who's potentially could play this week, but I can't see him, you know, playing probably three games in three weeks or two weeks or whatever it works out to be. Is, is there anyone that's really scaring you? No. I mean, we, we, we'll cop injuries as we cop them. If someone gets rested, they get rested. I think these midfield type players, they'll just spend more time in the forward line. I think players want to play. I don't think they want to be rested. And they'll just manage game time. I mean, we saw it um, in the Collingwood game, you know, what they did with Grundy. I mean, he just sat it full forward for the entire last quarter. Um, you know, you had a look at, you know, some of the other games that were going on. They just did exactly the same shit, man. When the game was done and dusted, it's just like, okay, let's just protect the players who we know are going to have a heavy workload moving forward. All right. I think that's enough for topics. I mean, for the topic of approaching the upcoming, it's it's going to be chaos. It's... I mean, I know the the Patreons are really going to lean on each other during this time, and and we're here. I'm I'm sure we'll be doing more live game chats and things like that too. So, um, I think we'll be pretty busy tomorrow night. You ready for who am I? Go for it. Yeah, beautiful. Not as fun when Brett's not here. Now I know. Just a disclaimer: you already know who this one is. So, do I? I've got two, but I've bought you a second one. So maybe you just leave this one for the fans until I get to the last question and you can answer it. Um, five of my eight scores are 100 plus. Two of them are 140 plus. I've only had two scores below 100 on the year. One's 98, almost 81. I play for a bottom 10 side. I'm a midfielder. Who am I? No idea, man. You don't know? No, no idea. Yeah, Tuke Miller. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. So that was Tuke, and we'll get on to that. But uh, I did prepare another one because I didn't want you to steal my thunder, and I wanted you to have a go. Okay, um, just, just for those that aren't aware, I mean, we were we in some live chat the other night or whatever yeah. it was, and Corey sort of hinted at a um, – what, what did you say? You said you started reeling off the stats, and then I, I whipped no, out Tuke Miller. Benny, no, Benny jumped on, and yeah. he's like, oh, I've got a good who am I for you this weekend. And he's like, Tuke Miller. And I was like, you fucking cocksucker. He stole and then, it. Yeah, we started That's talking right. stats. And then, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, pay for a top eight side. Okay. Um, in my last, besides my last three games, two out of the five games prior had been sub 100. My highest score is 162. From your last, um, how many games did you take out? Sorry. No, so besides his last three. Okay. Yep. I have a three-round average of 130 plus. I pay yeah. for a top eight side. Lowest score, 61. Highest score, 150. I am a midfielder. Oh. 
that whole that whole you know apart from the last three I, weeks i can give you another one last mm. year was by far my best ever year of football i played Top for a team yeah. oh jared Lyons. nope played oh. for a team last year that i do not play for this year Oh, Jack Martin. No, he's not top eight team. Um, it's got to be a Saints player. Did you say last year he played for a different team? Yep. Um, no, nah, that, that stumped me. It's Tim Kelly. Oh, really? Tim, yeah, okay. Tim Kelly's put on 140, 106, and 150 in his last three weeks. And he looks like he's bonding really well. They're back home now. I know we're talking about Hearn, um, but is Tim Kelly potentially one of those real left field picks that people can be looking at to have a little bit of fun with their season? I, yeah. I, right now, I think I like him better than Gaff. Yeah, Gaff's been shit since yeah. we gave him the endorsement, didn't we, about three yep. weeks ago. Um, meanwhile, hold on, just, just actually on Gaff, what did he score on the weekend? 130. I thought that was like genuinely his Best game for the year, and I was expecting maybe a 170 or so. Yeah. Again, he's no, just, Tim Kelly 150. They had a lot of plays. I mean, Josh Kenny kicked seven goals and only scored yeah. like an 150 or whatever it was. Yeah, Nick Nanui um, just pulled Grundy's pants down and dropped it at 84, but that's a discussion for another day. Look, is um, gone. it would have been 600, but all right. Is Tim Kelly probably better than Andrew Gaff right now? Yes. Um, do I feel like there are probably eight midfielders I'd rather than Tim Kelly? That's, that's also a yes. So for me, I, I like if he was priced at sort of five hundred flat, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I can sort of see it. But five fifty, you're kind of getting into the territory where you can get some, you know, some genuine super coach stars. Uh, what about Tuke Miller? Yeah, that one there's um, that one there I like better than um, than this fella Tim Kelly, to be honest. And the reason is just consistency on the year. Role within the team is never going to change, and uh, and he looks the goods, to be yeah. honest. Um, Great I'm, tank. Yeah, I'm I'm more inclined to go Took Miller over. Uh, uh, who are we talking about? Uh, Kelly. Kelly. Do you reckon Took can be top eight? Well, 113 probably will get it done. There's probably not many players averaging over 113 that are mid only. I think he's been fantastic all year. I wanted to who am I last week, but I just waited the extra. And you copped a good score on the back of it. Yep. It's a very good weight. But um, I mean, if you if you have a look, um, how many players are averaging more than Took at the moment. I think it's seven or eight. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven. There's eight players averaging more than him. One of them is Dylan Shield, who we would not want to go near. And two of them are Josh Kelly and Clayton Oliver, whose averages are probably skewed by those big scores on the weekend. Yeah. Are we in – could we potentially just be in a form patch, though? It's been eight weeks of form. Mm. I think it's bigger than a form patch. Continues it for the rest of the year? I say, why not? I mean, what's it like, 26, 27 now? Uh, he yeah, be a leader of that club. Yeah, he's our age. Yeah, yeah, twenty six. Yeah, <laughs> so he's done something good with his life. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, we're pretty good on a podcast. <laughs> I could, Touché. Oh, if Supercoach was a drinking game, I could probably take him <laughs> off. <laughs> take I'd be down. I'd be peak Ablett. Um, let's play a bit of a game. Going to reel off some names down defence, midfield, forward line, bit of rucks. Mm-hmm. Um. You give me Mustone or not? Yep. Sicily? Uh, Mustone, yep. Boyd? Yep. Dockers? I feel like everyone's going to have him. He's, he's If you have him, then yes, but he's not a must-bring-in. Okay. Ridley? Not a must-own just because of his price right now. 
Hearn? Um, I think at that price, I, th- I think he falls into the bracket of, you know, there's there's probably not too many of these underpriced premiums you can pay in the back line. And to call him a must-have is a little bit hard. But he's uh, say there's three of them in that mix and you need two of them, he's, he's kind of in that conversation. Haynes? <sighs> must-have. What's his price? Five forty ish, I'd say. Maybe a bit more now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably a must have, yeah. Uh and Maynard was one that's kind nope. of falling now. Yep, good. Stuff yep. him. Beautiful. Uh that was my defenders. Anyone else that you think is a must have down back off the top of your head? Um, I, I just think at Tom Stewart's price, he falls into that conversation with Same Hearn. as Hearn, yep. Yeah, and it's kind of, you know, how many of those players can you can you kind of run? Yep. Um, go to the mids. Lockie Neal. Yeah, obviously. Dangerfield. Um, no. Trelaw. No. Clary. There isn't many must-haves. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there, Corey. There's not many must-haves. Um, let's keep going though. No. Josh Kelly. The only thing that scares me is is this next four-week period. I think after this four-week period, yes. And then the one that I didn't mention before. Oh, so there's two. I had Duncan as well, just purely at that price factor too. I think Duncan's a yes, must have. Yep. Um, what about Jack Steele? Yeah, getting in was, the conversation. Who was almost yeah. my who am I this week? Yeah, and when you said top eight teams, you hear me go Jack. Yeah, was, yeah. And then I realised no, it's not going to be him. Um, yeah, look, Jack. I mean, he's averaging 121. And continues to put up numbers. Um, at five nine, at sub six hundred, and I know people are going to get a you know a bit of an eggplant emoji over um, Clayton Oliver. They're going to get it over Josh Kelly. But if you want someone who just continually put put up some numbers for you at sub six hundred k, I'm more inclined to to take Jack Steele. For those listeners who don't know what the eggplant emoji is, it's actually a fat cock. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I just thought, I don't know why, but you know when Brett came, like, when he didn't say dick or whatever it was that week, he just came yeah. to my head and I'm like, fuck yeah. it, I'm going to run with fat cock here. You're just gonna, gonna go Forwards, Greenwood. Um, uh, Can I say, No. I mean, apart from Parker's one game of 45, he hasn't dropped under 109 in every other game this year. And, you know, just for those that have got an eye, his break-even is 63 this week, he's 530k. He should probably go. be on people's radars. There you go, Crispy. You can get Duncan and Parker. <laughs> um, did you see the message from Crispy saying thank you? No. He sent uh, us a big. He? Th- he sent us a big thank you. Would no, like, sent so. us a big thank you last night. No, um, so. Greenwood, up forward. Yep. Petrarca. Yep. Baz. Yep. Simkin. No. Whitfield. Yep. Dusty. Nah, give or take. Brayshaw. I have to see it when Fife comes back. Yeah. And that's it. No one else for your dad? Um, I think Walters is a must-have. I think he just constantly ah, gets over. Walters. Don't even know how. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jabro. Oh, no. He wouldn't have seen His dive last night was a pisser. <laughs> um, um, it, it just does not get enough respect, I feel, in the in the whole four-line conversation, um, to be honest. But Walters is fucking some sort of player, man. Can't. Um, yeah, go back to 2017 CB and see how he feels. That's <laughs> probably um, why you keep ignoring him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rux, Gorn. Yeah. Rundy. Yeah. Can you pass on Gorn at the price now? We're going to talk about it when we get to our um, question Very section. Very tough. So. Um, I think, you know, he's averaging 153. This is as high as his price gets. He's one game away from probably, you know, going off a cliff. 
in terms Nick of price. Nats, like Nick Nat's a player that I don't trust at the moment. Goldie scores about to absolutely plummet. The day that Nick Nat's probably out, I think I'm going to Goldstein just at the price thing. And then with the extra trades, I'll have a look at Gorn at the back end of the year. Um, yeah, I still don't have him. Do. I'm shitting bricks. But you put it great last week. You know, great last week. You had to get him because you had um, Pitt and A. I think if you have to upgrade your ruck and you can afford it, there's probably no – there is no better than Gorn. You're paying for two rather than one. Um, but right now, it was the question last week. I got Petrarca. What was my thing? Um, it would have been Petrarca and Nick Natnui versus – um, Gorn and Townsend and Pachaka and Nick Natanui still won that out. So um, you got to weigh that up. And right now I'm just buying the value and I'll deal with it come the back end of the year. But fuck, he's almost killing me every week. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm one primo up on most teams at the moment. So it's actually helping come into those head-to-head games. But Well, yeah. you'd have the money there, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, that's you haven't bought Gorn. <laughs> um, it's fucking shit, but I can tell you that much. Uh, Can I say, you know, I know you're banged on and I'm rewinding the podcast here a fair bit, but um, a couple of, you know, when you spoke about uh, these players, um, cash cows, and, yep. you know, we, we rattled off the ones that have debuted. Don't forget there's Georgiades. Georgiades, yeah. At 179K and, and Ben McKay in defence at 191 as well, who's gone back-to-back 70s. Are they not overs, you reckon, at the price or...? Just because you've seen two absolutely probably, but don't forget about George Yardis. It was a 56 point second quarter, yeah, and it was a seven touch, one goal game for yeah. his big score. But I just thought it was worth noting, yeah, yeah I don't mind it. Uh, King was good, I actually versed uh, King, King, freaking hell, Mackay. Um, I versed him this way, I painted yeah. at him, that scared the shit out of me. He wasn't good, nah. Freaky, uh, that that whole you know identical twin shit is real freaky too because you couldn't tell him and Harry apart. I reckon. I know Harry wasn't on the field, but they lined up against each other. It'd been great. But I was watching it with the missus, and she turned around at one point. She goes, "Does he play for North now?" And I said, (laughs) "You know, trades happen at the end of the year, not the middle of the season." You dickhead. Yeah, bloody idiot. (laughs) I was. uh, We'll leave that one. Go to the keeper. Um, (laughs) Questions. We'll go questions first, and then we'll chat golf chat. Hold on. Is my Supercoach logo backwards? No. Fuck, on my computer, it's backwards. Don't worry. Oh, mine, it's fine. I don't know what it's looking like on YouTube. That's for sure. <laughs> He's just, if it's backwards, I don't know what's happened, but that just might be another good. I think, I think you've got the old logo on too. Not the oh, old maybe one. that's it what it is. I don't know. Too. Anyway, um, <laughs> disaster. <laughs> the, the cerebral press. Hey, mate, how did Bombs go in the Elite TV1 Cash League? Who did you play and what was the result? I haven't logged into Supercoach since, man. Not too sure. Smart. Very good. Actually, we didn't talk about our week. I actually scored 21-33 on any other week. That seems like half decent. You beat me. I scored like a 20 or something like that. I went up two and a, two and a half thousand spots too. Shit, I dropped. Um, Table King. The go-to weekly potty. Lucky I didn't bet on unders in the pies versus Eagles game. Cooley barely a contest post the first score. That's you. Go fuck yourself. Is that what you tipped him? Nah, I wouldn't have tipped unders, surely. If I, I did, feel like I, I always go over. I would have been extremely intoxicated. Mm. Um, took a donut defence due to Hill, thinking of booting both Smith, Essendon and Rosie. Um, bringing in Watson for some extra rookie cover and elite Neil, break even 170. McRae, break even 78. Sorry, and elite, full stop, Neil and McRae. Neither Richmond or Essendon tag. McRae hits the exceeds beacon. Neil, decent chance to score 150. Who are you thinking? Uh, McRae at that price. Yeah, I like McRae, that price yeah. too. 
how good's McRae been? Actually, how good's McRae's second half been? He's such no, he a... had a full game on the weekend. Yeah, but it was eighty-seven and a half time. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Uh, hot shame. Who is everyone trading in Gorn to this week for the extra three primos? Now that's a little bit of an inside joke because I don't see. You no, know, if you seen it the other day, he after the game dropped the kind of the fishing rod out and said, "Would it be worth trading Gorn to pick up an extra two primos elsewhere?" Fucking ah, the chat okay. went bananas. Yeah. Okay. Did not share that at all. He had a good little win on the weekend too. I think. <laughs> Fucking Supercoach punters was going off this weekend. What was it? it was, I think Table <coughs> King had another win for the punters club. I think he's the only one to like go back to back. I think Lordy had another big weekend. Mm. Boss. He had. I saw he had fifty bucks on some fucking dickhead first goals. Yeah, fifty bucks on close. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Did he back Smith as well? No, he backed um, Zach Tui. Oh um, no, Smith for what team? Yeah, yeah, he had 50 on Smith on Thursday night too. He's a fucking Smith, good punter. Thursday? Yeah, Bailey. Uh, Bailey. Keep your first goal. He had 50 on him. <laughs> oh, that comes in here. Oh, sorry. He's so that, uh, good. that person's going to Oh, that's himself. three weeks in a row. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, he might be a good punter, but he just ends up bringing it to the poker table on a Friday night and loses it all to us. <laughs> I reckon even I'll play better than him on Thursday night. No, he won. Friday night, night. Night. I was down a bit. Yeah. Um, nah, right. Oh, who? Lordy. Hmm. Yeah, probably. Uh, Fernstez, um, what do we do with Devin Smith? I'm trading this week. I've had enough. Yeah, I don't own him, but I'd probably just hold him because I reckon there's heaps of other shit you could do. Um, Atchon's on, 888. He tries it. I don't know how you pronounce that. Is Shannon Hurden worth considering now? Last two scores mm-hmm. were 93 and 114. Yeah, so it wasn't 140, it was 114, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm getting him. Benny Rothberg, after a terrible week last week, I'm on track for 2250 at the moment with Actually, Simpson. Actually, I might bring in Parker instead of Hearn. Sorry, mate. Uh, Simpson <laughs> are playing a pack of golf balls in the back pocket. I, I do own Benny and a pack of golf balls. Got to ride the wave. <laughs> so, this is the other thing about being an elite member. You can take advantage of me when I'm intoxicated. Score <laughs> some pretty good bets. Uh, with Stash, Dev, Max King missing their BEs, who goes first or all three? I um, was scared about Doherty Corey. Is Baz a must? With Tom Stewart coming back with a 195 break in, will he be the same price as Hearn come in roundish 430k? Hearn v Stewart. I like both. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to end up with both, but if I had to pick one, it would be Stewart. I think Baz is a must too. Yep, agreed. Yeah. It's it's going to be hard for me. I like The funny thing is, I know it'll come to tomorrow, and I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I need Bailey Smith. I'll use all three trades and I'll probably run a fucking donut somewhere this week. Um, uh, Millsy replied to a fucking comment. What a dickhead. Uh, Wait, oh, time to fuck Goldie off for gone. Yeah, if you're going to do that, pull it now before you get a huge dip from Goldie. And me, I've got Goldie Black booked at the moment because I know how cheap it will be in a couple of weeks. Uh, Benny Rothberg, Corey trying to read without his glasses on. There's a spoiler on this photo, so I can't even see it yet. Uh, <laughs> very good. You seen the photo? No, no, no. I might just uh, open it up. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Mr. What's his name out of um, uh, Mr. Chow out of... Uh, Hangover. Hangover. He's got the piece of paper. I don't think it's from Hangover. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. wait till you see the photo he's using my head too. He's actually yeah. cropped it from That's the podcast. That's uh, what I was very, laughing very at. Very good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Probably put that up on Twitter, I reckon. 
Um, Your profile picture? Yeah, smart. My profile picture's changed like six times this week. It's Toad mm. Watson at the moment. Uh, has six. Oliver, I must have in the midfield. No buy. Just super consistent with reduced breaks. No, not a must have, but. Um, Handy I mean, can get him. I mean, yeah, he's he does every year. You can just lock him in for one ten. Remember last year we were bitching and moaning about how poor yeah, he was, I mean, averaging one hundred and ten still. Yeah. And uh, look, he's doing one hundred and ten again. And if you look at his scores, I mean, he's only dipped below one hundred twice, and there were scores of ninety six and ninety nine. I'm actually filthy this year because it was him or Fife to start the season. And I went five, and I was like laughing up to the bank at the start. And mm. then five goes out. I trade five to Titch, and it's just fucking went down in a spiral from then. Um, uh, Daza, so I forgot to trade Pitt as he had the early game Saturday. He's done a bomb for there. I've backed up with Cripper fifty six as captain. Cripper v seen the Grundy as captain, so I don't really have a question as I'm as bad as Brett. Supercoach sucks, but how the fuck a shit Essendon? Oh, but how fucking shit are Essendon played the bottom two, the bottom team with two senior players on the bench from halftime and fucking fall over the line. And they wonder why they have been irrelevant for 15 years. Fuck it. There need to be more grammar in there. I reckon that's... Um, Look, Corey, yeah. the only thing I can say to that is, is Essendon's trying to break the record of how long Daz has been irrelevant in his own life. <laughs> <laughs> how good was my multi on the weekend? The one I tweeted. Brisbane into Essendon into Geelong. Fucking, that only just got over the line, that's for sure. Winner's a winner. Oh, mate, if Essendon had fucked that, I would have smashed him. <laughs> I should have smashed the whole club. Speaking of that fucking useless team, you know, I still haven't got my membership back. Really? Yep. You might want to follow up. Ah, fuck them. They can get fucked. Actually, I reckon you I do. didn't even buy it now. I want a rebate. I got the receipt. Don't worry, I've already posted it, so fuck you. <laughs> Uh, hot shave. Hope everyone is well. Legends. Thoughts on Tobias Green, injury prone, which we all know, priced at four seventy one, break even of ninety one. Pride, who is three vote game versus the Tigers, scored one hundred and sixty six. Plays Gold Coast Bombers, has the buy, and then Swans could be three hundred and twenty years and has a good buy. Um, yeah, fair point. Obviously, the fixture looks good. The thing with Toby Green is, or Tobias, as he likes to call him, he's just been hit and miss this year, has he? Yeah. Like. I don't know. Yeah, he's got to kick goals at the moment there. because there's just no room in that midfield for him. Yeah, and he will kick goals. We know that. But super player. I just don't know if I ever trust him in Supercoach. That's the problem. Supercoach, yep. I feel like you've got to trust. Ando, James, is Jared Lyons worth considering? If so, no. is it dangerous to have Neil McCluggage and Neil? But I think, I think he meant Lyons. No, don't get Lyons. Yeah. I know he's averaging 117 or so, something like that, but no. I think it's risky enough picking the cluggage and yeah. I think Lions probably been better than McCluggage this year. Yeah. Lions is just like so unnoticeable out of the pitch as well. Like 100%. you watch a Brisbane game and it's just like he's just got your regular Joe haircut and mm. just doesn't really do much. Like that's heaps, but you know, like it doesn't really do much to put him out. He's just a real hard looking player. Frog, I've seen a few rookies who have already had price rises pump out and some good scores on the weekend. Would you condone looking at going late on any of Georgiades, Darcy Cameron, Hamill, McPherson, and Co. Um, Hamill with a big score on the weekend too. Yeah. More situation I'm going you to avoid. You could probably, sorry, sorry. You could probably add Sarong to that list as well. I think he's Sarong that cheap? 218? Is he 218? Uh, surely not, man. He played like five games by now. Uh, maybe it was last week. He was 283, 280. bro. Oh, no, fuck that. Last week he was like 250-ish too. There you go. 
what a game that was for me last night too. He better be a rising star. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, answer the boy's question. Oh, I think I did. I said in my situation, I'm not getting any of them. Um, Do you have Georgiades, mate? No, I don't. Shit, I thought you did. And because of the the late-in situation, trades already made, all that kind of jazz, I probably would have looked to bring him in at 1.30, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I if think- I'm going to get one of them, um, the one I would get it would be Georgiades. I think at this point in the season, you probably just go a little bit lower, don't you? I think so. I think money's hard to make, and um, it's going to be hard enough to to get rid of rookies on your field. So, yeah, I mean, hence the reason why I'm looking at Hearn, Duncan, Stewart, and uh, Bailey Smith. Yeah. And I'm not wasting any time. Captain options, going into Neil or Neil into Grundy? No. So, I mean, anything into Gorn. Yeah. I, well, I possible? just think, I, or you just go Gil. Gil. You go the Gorn, the VC, into Lockie Neil. You're taking it anyway. I think you're going to take whatever Gorn dishes up. And that's why I like the idea of, of going into Gorn. Like last week, you know, same kind of thing. And, and I went McRae into Gorn. So, you know, obviously I ended up taking McRae's score. You're never going to risk not taking But is it. there always that fear factor that Gorn could drop a 200? Yeah, but then what am I losing? 30 points in McRae's big-ass score. Yeah. I mean, realistically, the line when you go into Gorn has got to be 140. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be going Gorn into Neil. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, oh, this week Melbourne play the second game of the round. Sorry, yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Um, so you ask. So essentially, would I go VC McRae into Gorn, or would I go Gorn into Neil? I'd go Gorn into Neil. Um, is that because of Essendon? Ah, uh, Gorn's just a fucking gun. But then, if don't you feel like you waste your VC? Like if you you just know Gorn's going to put up some numbers, like he's going to versus Ladham. Yeah, but you always you always take that. I think you always. I think if you've got the best player, you might as well just see what happens. Because if something goes wrong with the captain, like if something ever goes wrong with your captain, and say Gorn done a knee in the first, you're taking a three, you're pissed off. It, where if you could VC that, I mean, yeah. you've uh, my theory has always been the same. If you can VC the best, VC the best. Yeah. Okay. Get Gorn that best possible score week, yeah. score out there. Um. Because, you know, if, if Gorn scores over 130, you're taking that. Whereas you need someone else to score over 140, 150 to be confident mm-hmm. in taking it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's just how I feel anyway. Who? That's just how I feel. <laughs> Kavaka. Kavaka's pissing me off at the moment because he loves Dizar, so we're not friends. That's Let's just skip his question then. Uh, who is taking bulk of Adelaide's kick-ins? I like Kavaka. He's very active. I don't even fucking know. Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't even know who takes any of their kick-ins. I think I've watched one game of Adelaide this year. Did they play on the weekend? Like, the... Oh, Essendon. And that was the game I watched. I think that was the first time I've actually seen them play footy. And uh, I think I might have watched them the week before, actually. And I can't say I've noticed particularly who did yeah, kick-in. doesn't... I don't know. Nothing's like, sticking out to me. Benny Rothberg wants us to run through our teams. How much cash, trades left, trade scheduling. I reckon we could do this real quick. We don't have to actually run through our teams. But uh, I got 18 trades, obviously, three in the banks that we used before this week. Uh, 40K, because I done that huge up last week. Uh, what are you sitting at? Uh, 17 trades, 150. Yeah. In the bank. 150K, that is. Yeah. Uh, Cicely Haynes, Ridley, Dockers, Dodie, Hill. Are you wanting me to read my back line? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought that was I've... blatantly obvious. No, Random sorry, Casey. Man. I thought that might have been the next question. Um, Cicely Ridley, Doherty, Laird, Day, Williamson. Fuck, is Laird's carrier? 
Isn't he going back to back 90s? He's, I think he went 107, 97 the last couple of weeks, I think. I don't know. I feel like that's bad in a year when like, the back line's so good. I feel like it's enough to not make him a problem. Hey, by the way, my prediction of Sicily being the number one defender this year. I think it's going to happen. Uh, midfield, Neil McRae, Dangerfield, Titch, Whitfield, Cripper, Simpson, Bennell. Uh, Neil McRae, Titch, Bont, Whitfield, Cripps, Devin Smith, Simpson. So I like that. We've both got the loopholes in our midfield, which I think is pretty vital at the moment. And I've obviously got Rivers, McHenry, Mc, uh, and Buderick. I traded McHenry last week. Okay. McInerney, however you fucking pronounce it. McInerney, Buderick, Robertson for me. Yep. Uh, Grundy, Nat Nui, Cameron. Gorn, Grundy, Bailey Williams. Yeah. Uh, Petrarca, Greenwood, Simkin, Taylor, Rankin, Georgiades, King, Arts. Petrarca, Simkin, King, Taylor, Hill, Rankin, and then Sturt Cameron. One good thing that I noticed about both of us is we, we've got a fair few playing uh, rookies in there too, mm. um, which I think is very, very handy at this stage. Well, I've only got two. No, I mean in the in your team. You only got two. On the bench? Yeah. Yeah, two. Uh, and Darcy Cameron's one of them, so I was kissing the dick by him coming in. Otherwise, it was just Buderick. Wow, okay. Well, your team's shit then. You're yeah, fucked I, during this period. I could have told. I could have told. That's why I'm, I'm looking forward to these three trades. Well, look, Sturt should be just about back in. Let's hope Darcy Cameron can hold. Buderick's always going to play. McInerney's going to get traded this week. And then I've got Brander and Rivers, who I'll probably deal with next week. Like, I'm only going to be missing two. There you go. Um, uh, Kavaka, let's run through you. Oh, Kavaka was maybe we get Dizzer's team details after he, what he did to Bombs on the weekend. Like I told you, he's fucking ruined Dizzer. I reckon they're private texting. I reckon it's probably Dizzer's second account. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Penny, uh, Sicily or Lloyd for Dodie. Well, I think Dodie's touch and go now. Yep. And the thing that I'm thinking with this is I'll probably hold it because I I think there's going to be a lot of players that miss during this period. And if he misses now or misses next week, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, we inside the four walls. Uh, Will, admin Will, would you condone Gaff after 130 on the weekend or was that no. a destruction of Collingwood too hard? A good reason. I prefer Parker, chips, and, three prefer Parker and, and Duncan. And, and just on Parker, I, I know, you know, 30 break even and he's 530K, but he'll probably walk into a Jack Steele tag this week as well. So I might even just wait a week on the Parker. Uh, his next one was, would you grab one of Trelaw or who would you grab of Trelaw, Oliver or Petrarca? Oliver. Uh, yeah, even though that you can use Petrarca oh. as... No, you can't. He's a Ford-only Petrarca. Um, oh, is Petrarca, he? because oh, Petrarca's top of his position. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Duncan Merritt Gaff was from Frogger. Um, I'll pick him one. How would you rank uh, how him? How would you rank him, and including the fact that Merritt's already had his buy? Um, Duncan Gaff Merritt. I think I'm Duncan Merritt Gaff in that order. Gaff's just scaring me too much that I don't like the risk that's involved with him at the moment. But he's 220s away from me going, fuck it, let's get Gaff again. Um, and he asks, I'd be, I'm holding. I'm, I think I'm holding due day this week. But I'm going to go all the way up until the Saturday and see, you know, as much information as I can get out mm. of um, uh, Duncan versus Gaff. Was it from Benny? I'd go Duncan. Yep, Duncan. Uh, what players are on the ban list for a punter's club multi? <laughs> I mean, fucking Tom, Devin Smith, Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch. <laughs> what oh, what does, is this way? Is this fucking Jettas on? No wonder yeah. why he's fucking. What dumb. does the name do you? What does that name do to you, Bumps, when he pops into your mind? 
is that Tom, what, Tom Lynch? Yeah. Well, look, if you want to, because he, what do you, I mean, both Tom Lynch's are sacked. I reckon the only sack Tom Lynch's is getting into Corey is probably Sophie's. Oh, God. Well, Sophie's from Big Brother, Corey. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Kavaka <laughs> is Dizzy the Goat. <laughs> this is another one. This is a fake account again. He's just, yeah. Um, had six, do you reckon Melbourne slash Essendon players will cop a rest given no buy? So many people jumping on them, but no guarantees that Merritt slash Gorn don't get rested after backing up the game. Gorn's an interesting one because they've got quite a few Ruckman there that could probably let him have a rest. I don't think it's going to happen. He's a competitor, though. It's not going to happen. And he's the Gorn, captain. I can't see Gorn getting rested. And they're shit. A uh, little peanut. Should I bring in Neil? Or grab some value instead. Playing for league, I reckon grab the value. Neil's coming down in price. Just yeah. make sure that you've got the cash there to set up for it. Um, yeah. And you should be able to do that given, you know, you've got three trades, three trades. for the next three weeks. So, uh, you know, I, I'd probably get Neil next week or the week after um, just as he's, you know, break even. Just until he loses that 87 and he's rolling. So let him ha- let him play two more games and grab him. I reckon. Yeah, Herb thirteen is Georgie Artie's a must rookie now that Marshall's injured. No, seven seven disposals, one goal for his fucking big. Score. I think he'll Very stay nice. in there though. Uh, Eli fifty yeah. fifty. I know Essendon Melbourne game was postponed, but any news of the AFL if that's their buyer? Are people just assuming this? I think it's just yeah. common knowledge. No, no, no. I think that's yeah, common knowledge. So yeah. that's I, I take that as fact. That is their buy, and they won't have a buy moving forward. Dizza wants to know who's ranked higher, Corey Bonds, Brett, or Dizza. I think I'm ranked the highest. Dizza, are you in my ear here? What's what's your what's your rank? What's your rank? He's not ahead. He's not ahead of me. He's talking shit. Uh, also, how did Bonds go in a previous game week? Is he on for two straight this week? Fucking, he's a pest. Dizza reckons he's ranked the highest, just so everyone knows he's in my ear. Um. That's it for questions. That's it. Okay. So Dizzer is just ranked slightly higher than me. He's 11, 8, 6, 7, he reckons. Okay. Beautiful. Well, that's my golf of the year. Um, Bombs, you got any golf stories? Time for golf chat. Golf, golf, golf. We need an intro for it. No, no golf stories to report, Corey. Nothing funny or worth noting. I guess I hit my first par five. My first par on a par five, actually, today. Yep. Still got me golf uniform on actually. Which and you did I, today. I missed that birdie by twenty centimeters as well on that on that stroke too. And that would have been my first birdie ever. So and I hit my first path on a par five. So my first path five last Thursday. Um yep. and I credit it to uh, I was playing golf with Big Lukey and he was talking super coach that whole hole. So I was paying fuck all attention to the golf and hit a par five. I told you you're um, in your happy place. That's why yeah, you that's it. it. Um hey, you know now, the um so I was just going to comment on something now. I forgot what it was. So that's all right. Okay, cool. Because uh, I've got a good story for you, the one that I was going to say. Now, I'm not going to mention where I played. You know where I played. We play there quite a bit. Yeah, cool. um, but super fucking funny moment. So we go out there. Now, big Lucas doesn't have – he doesn't have his – he doesn't have a buggy. He doesn't have a push buggy. We get there. Um, now, I'll take you back to the Wednesday for him. So Luke's gone and played out on the other side of town somewhere he works out that way so he's gone played afterwards um and he's gone on his own for a hit and he's rocked up there and they've matched him up with with grace so he's gone out to play golf man no you'll be going out you'll be teeing off with grace today um now he walks out there and grace is a 60 plus year old asian lady 
as he walks out to the first tee box. And the fact played, her name is Grace is just funny enough. Yeah, you've played golf with Luke before. He's, there mm. tends to be a couple of sprays going out of that course. So Luke and, <laughs> Luke's teed off. He hasn't teed off very well. Yeah, so he puts down yeah. another eight balls. Yeah, yep. so he hasn't teed too well. So apparently Grace has walked up to the tee box. Boom, straight down the fairway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they've walked out. I think Luke, Luke, he's hit about an eight or a nine on the first and Grace yeah. is part of the first hole. Anyway, so she's giving him tips and pointers all the way through. And he's like, we got to about the sixth and she just gave up on him. And he like kept saying like, oh, you know, you go through and she just stopped giving him tips. So big, uh, big Luke. Was, was she telling him to keep his head down, Corey? Yeah, big, yeah. <laughs> giving, giving, him, giving him a bit of the big Lukey back to him, but uh, he's not going to like that. Anyway, we went and played Friday. Um, and we've rocked up to our favourite golf course and he's carried the bag on the Thursday and walked around. He's like, oh, fuck, I can't be bothered carrying the bag again. So he walks in there and he walks to the shop and he's like, oh, you know, the push buggies, you know, push buggies are banned from all golf courses at the moment. You know, I want to grab a buggy, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, well, technically we're not allowed to, like, let you pay for them. So, but if you don't pay, you can just take one. Yeah, not surprised. I was there... (laughs) I was uh I was there today and they had about twenty of them just lined yeah. up out the front. <laughs> so, you know, you know, with the attachment they fucking hide behind the desks all the time. Yeah. I mean, fair income. They've got that many fucking bookings going on at golf courses at the moment, right? You think the least they could do is just say, Do you have your own fucking buggy? I mean, don't just fucking rent them. Let the people who have spent money on their fucking equipment but that was use the, the facilities. They're, they're not renting, they're letting you take them. But, but that's what I'm trying to say, is that people who have spent money on the equipment, give them access to the course before you get fucking paid. They're, they're fucked, actually. But, yeah, it was, was a pisser. Not as good as most golf stories. I was just taking the par five. I'm happy. I'm a par, par machine at the moment, boss. You're, how many did you hit? You've hit three in the last week and a bit, have you? Yeah, yep. Three right. in two weeks. Some so, benefit. Take that. Better than none for a whole year, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, trades this week? Are you just still don't really know? Um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm actually pretty set at the moment. I'm uh, just bring my team back up. Probably Tom Williamson out, Devin Smith out, and then one of King or Taylor out. Um, depending on what happens with Stephen Hill, because Stephen Hill might be in the mix there to be out as well. Um, yeah, and the three ins will be Bailey Smith, Shannon Hearn, and uh, Close. From and that's what I'm looking at at the moment. Or I could. Be passing on Smith. I'm not too sure. Yeah, uh, yeah vice captain, captain. Yep, going into uh, Neil. I think we had that sorted. Are you not going McRae into Gorn? No, uh, I think I'll, I'll I'll take Gorn. I'll let my opponent risk McRae and, and see what happens. And look, yeah. hopefully he gets tempted by the 140. He might drop and takes that, and I might get a point advantage with Gorn. And I'm going Neil into Grundy. Grundy to bounce back and absolutely dominate that uh, that team. Um, all right. Well, that's all we've got time for because we're going to go do the cup draw. So uh, on behalf of Bombs, myself, Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elite. Um, and Brett, who's always missing because he's a fucking piece of shit. Peace out, community. And thank you for watching slash listening.